0: Right, uh, welcome to the Facing the Gates podcast. I am Bailey. I'm Michael, and I'm David. David is vaping right, right. before the beginning of the episode. So professional! What a great guy. Atheist. Uh, well, uh, we are starting these uh, first episodes with interviews with one another uh, because you know when you think of. Christian or atheist or agnostic theist
1: if you think of us at all
0: if you think of what those words mean you might have some preconceived notions of what those words mean
1: well coke sprite and dr pepper
0: so we we wanted to have like basic interviews with each other in the beginning just so that you guys can get to know us and not assume we are this stereotype, cliche that you think of when you think of those terms.
2: And we might be. You never know.
0: Maybe we are. You never know. You have to listen to the episode to find out. So today, we're going to be interviewing Michael. The Dr. Pepper of religion. The agnostic theist, which is a term that I've never heard before, uh, before I started talking to you. So, can you tell me what the term agnostic theist means?
2: Okay. And what it means to you. It means... An agnostic person who believes in a higher power. Okay. In the base fucking terms. Mm -hmm. Because agnostic is the acceptance of not knowing the direct answer, but knowing there's something greater than yourself. Theism is the idealism of a god of sorts. Yeah. So what that means to me is I believe in a higher power, higher order, higher something. Right. I just don't put a name towards it or follow any specific doctrine right more so i would say granted i have my biases due to my upbringing Mm -hmm. but i have my own conceived notions about a higher power and i can't remember the term for it but i remember reading in seventh grade about different theologies Mm -hmm. that pertain to american history and there was one where like we're just kind of put here and there's a higher power That has a hand, but he doesn't control every little thing. Okay. So that kind of branches towards me, even though I still believe there's a natural order to things. It's not all just free will. But, yeah, that's what agnostic theism means to me, personally. And it's the one role of the Freemasons, is to have a higher power. And so a lot of them label themselves as Freemason when you look at their religion, but they're really agnostic theists.
0: Okay, so just for clarification there there is theism and there's deism and you are a theist which would believe in a supernatural outside of this world higher power
2: yeah, yeah. so Something why why
0: would, why would you believe in theism versus deism for you
2: i guess it could just be because my preconceived biases through being raised and feeling there's got to be something greater to myself, and that's how my brain wraps around it, is a singular higher power, whether it's a higher power in the cosmos or even some people take it as far as morality as a being.
0: Yeah, because I think, like, the the problem with deism, at least from my perspective as a Christian, is, like, it, it's still within the natural world, so it has a, a very certain limit to it.
1: It
2: has yeah. a specific law and order about it. Yeah. Yeah, and on, on top of that, I guess it's hard for me to cope without something greater than myself, mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of lean more that way, because there's just some shit I can't explain. Right, right. Okay. So... About
1: being an agnostic theist, what what do you think are some generalizations? Like for example, I called you the Dr. Pepper religions, or as some people like to say, a diet atheist. <laughs> kind of if you can think of any what what do you think are some like generalizations? Because I know in a lot of kind of people it's mine it's group like an atheist uh but
0: specifically I, I, like what are generalizations and then what are things that like you don't think fit you as a person i
2: guess honestly yeah. i'd hate to say it. i don't really know too many generalizations because i know a lot of agnostics who don't who are on the fence of atheism or theism i know christians atheists islams Juda- jewish people i even know Hindus, but I've, it's very few people until I start explaining my viewpoint mm-hmm. that would be like, hey, this is what I am. Because a lot of us don't know. We don't really have a word to put it. So I really don't know too many things. But what I would say is a lot of us are maybe a little confused, maybe still finding our own way. Mm-hmm. Because I want to say agnostic theism is an endpoint for me.
0: Right, you're like on a, on a path of discovery, you're but you don't journey. know you don't know where of, that
2: sort is. Where, but this could still be my because if I don't find something that's true to me, this could be my endpoint. Right.
1: Now, in that kind of aspect, do you think like say if you. Figure out you're an atheist, figure out you're Christian, figure out whatever. Do you think that would be the end point, or is it possibly a never-ending quest?
2: Little A, little B there. Because, honestly...
1: No, that's a good question. Which one would you possibly find more content with?
2: There's not really a doctrine currently that I'm fine content with, truly. If you want me to be 100% honest. Because I believe in a higher power. Because you would, you would be
0: one of those things if you did.
2: Yeah. And... I've looked through a lot of Christian doctrines, even—there's not too many sects of Judaism that I've— But well, you, you know, also can't there's not become a Jew, so.
1: <laughs> that's that's an interesting topic. <laughs> I, I, oh, I could yeah, be an yeah.
2: agnostic Jew. True, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I guess maybe if there's some New Age religion or I find God in my 50s or some shit— or I go to prison and get indoctrinated like half of those people do, then maybe I could find what I would consider my true calling. But I I feel spirituality as a whole is very singular. It's very individual. So I don't buy into a lot of the community doctrines. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily buy into everything their church says. Right. Or their atheist church says... <laughs> Ring. I mean, but, uh, I guess I can agree
1: with that because it's very much about your personal And I feel me,
2: me being an agnostic theist speaks more so to me getting in tune of my own spiritual beliefs. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if I could ever buy into a specific doctrine.
0: Right. Jeez, what a bunch of agreeable people we are. Well, we all just make our viewpoints sound so good.
2: Well, we're all a little <laughs> confused and a little scared in this world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's but fair. But we're all accepting of the end result.
0: Yeah. I think the it's a good thing that we're doing these episodes cuz it, it shows like we're not like hardened like 100% certain. Yeah, you've and, never
2: been preachy to me. I don't try to be preachy to you. Yeah, it's I mean a that conversation. filthy fucking we, atheist over yeah. there's
1: never been We we just have these late night long discussions. <laughs> I remember when we talked at like 5 a.m. one morning. I remember yeah. that one time I week... fell
2: asleep and I didn't pick him up from work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember like when we went to a show and you and I just started on a re- religion tangent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Because that person's old. like, "How? So, so how's being an atheist?" And yeah. it's like, "Oh boy, let me tell you."
0: Yeah, it was it was interesting. I
1: mean, like, I mean we we always have interesting really, conversations. Uh, the,
0: these kind of conversations are like getting off topic, but like th- those are kind of like the beta of th- this show because we always kind of talk about this anyway, yeah, because, so might as well, you know, record it and put it I out mean, there, I mean, I
1: guess know? the key thing about these conversations is just acceptance. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah And is. See, to me, that's the beauty of me being who I am, and what my viewpoint is, is because I can sit in between two totally different people and be the bridge between. Not, like, hey, this is... I, I'm not far from you, and I'm not far from you. I'm literally dead in the fucking middle. I don't right. know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Tell me uh, about your, your. how was growing up for you? Were you religious? Were you, I know you, you know, you and David obviously are twins. Yeah, but so we had. W- w- what was your life story like growing up and how has your story kind of evolved in your understanding of things?
2: I always believed in a higher power mm-hmm. per se. And, you know, I would do the normal things little kids do to seek help. I would pray, go to church. I would never talk to anybody because that's not the person I am. And I would never talk
0: to anybody like,
2: like outwardly, about. like, hey, shit's fucked up. Or, hey, I'm okay. confused. I would never go to like a preacher or anyone okay, because I, gotcha. I always felt it was very personal to me. Right. And it was. And then, you know, growing up, you go, okay, maybe I am an atheist. Maybe this all is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I feel everyone has at least that point where they wonder is this really true Is this? I mean God why have you forsaken me comes to mind that's and I also I also remember growing up
0: what are you talking about like when Jesus was on the cross kind of time father why why have
2: you forsaken me I think we all have those moments and I've had a lot of those moments wondering is religion real is there really a higher power is any of this fucking matter at the end of the day and I've always came to the end point of
0: I think everyone does to be fair I mean, about any viewpoint. If you're being honest and you're thinking about it, yeah. you're yeah. probably going to question like, "Is this really it, but what then, it is?"
2: But then there's been times where it's like, "I shouldn't make it out of this," but I make it out of this, and I always think there's some, there might be something higher who has some sort of plan, and so I really fall between like a hands-off approach and a hands-on approach of religion. Yeah, and so I grew up in the same churches—Methodist, Baptist, fucking—I can't remember the other one—and. I've always had friends of different religions or formerly of different religions. I've always talked to them. It's always been interesting to me Mm -hmm. to kind of meet them and understand their viewpoints. Yeah. And maybe there's something in Islam that I find very touching, very honest to me. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff about Christianity I find touching and honest. But it's also the evils of the doctrines which you get any group of people together, the bad apples are going to shine.
1: So I, yeah. I guess to simplify it as like I said in kind of my, the podcast about me, kind of as Kant said, learn from your adversaries. They so always have a little bit of truth. I wouldn't even call them adversaries is the bad part. Well, not adversaries in like a but negative sense, people, but yeah. the adverse of your beliefs. Learn yeah, from people learn, who are different from you. Learn yeah. from everyone.
2: Even people who are similar have different viewpoints. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I really enjoy like that's why I enjoy having conversations with with you guys is because like it's a it's a fresh, different understanding. We're also not
1: going to choke each other out. I mean, exactly. Yeah, we don't don't have a crusade over. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) We're not not, we're not going to like skewer each other then and cook you alive and eat you.
2: I mean, to touch on that real quick. I've been watching a lot of
0: that. Actually happened, by the way. Christians did that to Muslims, so by the way... I mean... Uh, I mean there's let been a know.
2: bunch of fucked up shit that happened yeah.
1: between Christians I, I and Muslims. I got to tell you
2: about the... Yeah. Uh, or Islamic. S- certain Depending weapon. on how you want to term it. Mm-hmm.
1: I, later on, I got to tell you about a certain weapon that... uh I think
2: Eli Whitney helped with at the time. Yeah, that was a bullshit weapon. But back to the topic. Yeah, go ahead. Is there Sorry. anything else you guys want me to touch on that topic? Um,
0: I, I guess just like how... Has anything changed? I guess. I guess basically, what you're saying is like you always kind of believed in some sort of higher power. Yeah. But uh, I guess because like I mean, you grew up in in Christian homes, so I guess is it, is it just like is it just that like the doubt that you were faced with that led you to agnosticism, or is it what what exactly happened? Was there you to, any
2: major pinnacle? Yeah. What um, led you like, to being
0: where you are now? Well,
2: basically? one of them would be going to that. You know, when I was in seventh grade, I had an email girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And her family took me to this, uh, church that blended Native American culture and words and songs into Christianity. And they had a fish fry and that fish was banging. But (laughs) that really showed me how different we all can perceive religion. Yeah.
0: And like, Were they they like a, a Christian church or is it just like a
2: dude? They, they believe Christian ideals and Christianity, but they also tied in old world native American spiritual stuff. And Mm -hmm. like the, they had someone, I believe cremated and sprinkled their ashes on a rock and the ashes still stood after a week of rain. To me, that says, says something to me. That's beautiful. Whether or not, you know, it's true or not. I can't prove, but
0: so there was something going on and it was basically outside of your, Experience of what Christianity is that yeah.
2: opened your eyes. And to then that. when they all joined in song and banged on the drums and spread the pipe to back on there, it felt like a moment. Like we were all more than just Christians. We were all more than just people of different heritage. We were all one in that moment. So you could what, say
1: something that led you to kind of your conviction of being an agnostic theist. Yeah.
2: And plus, I've always.
1: Also, forgive me, I pronounce my THs and these.
0: So. Yeah, David has a speech impediment, so don't yeah. make fun of him. Yeah. Unless uh, you're us, we can make fun of him. Yeah. Don't do it if yeah. you're someone else, though.
2: And plus, I during the darkest times of my life, I still remember feeling, like, spiritual things. Like, watching family members pass and just knowing they were already dead because it felt like their spirit had left them. Mm-hmm. And plus, I've always... Growing up in the South, you know how churches are with certain subjects like being gay suicide and i would hear one thing from one preacher and a total different thing from another yeah and that that right there led me into believing religion is should be more than religion it should be about spirituality and the inner self and finding peace with yourself in whatever your higher power if there is one yeah so i would say that that going to that church was probably a strong moment. Watching family members die in front of you is a strong moment, and just all the adversaries and everything, negative or positive happening in my life, things I shouldn't have made it out of or things I shouldn't have got myself into.
0: Yeah. Well, that's deep, dude. That's some deep shit. I appreciate you being really honest. Um, so uh, let's 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 rip ourselves out of this deep real talk and into something more I mean it's still real talk but uh, what is something that you object to about religious beliefs specifically and you might have already touched on this but
2: the political dogmatic approach no one should try to recruit for a religion whether you're an
0: would you say like evangelizing someone for a religion or would you say like religion being synonymous with a certain political ideology I would. What? what where was? Because n- I feel like
2: you know how they always say we need to bring more people into our faith. Yeah. To me, just the way they Sorry. they go about that feels so wrong. Okay. Because so you have that church is going to be there. Yeah. That atheist is going to be there. Yeah. You're not. You can teach me. Teach me. Don't show me. What? Because if you show me and you say all these things and you do nothing but rack down Bible verses. It means nothing to me.
0: So you have an issue with people like preaching at you and trying to convert you in like an outright sense, yeah. as opposed to and, say getting to know you and conversating with you and meeting you where you are. Kind and of thing.
2: don't tell me I'm wrong.
0: Cause I would agree with you on that. To be honest, I, I think there's a lot of quote unquote evangelizing techniques like street evangelizing and going up to people and when you when you're at, in the line at the grocery store, or like leaving little yeah, let booklets me and let me like buy that. my
2: fucking groceries in peace and don't I, give me a fucking bullshit twenty dollar bill for a tip.
0: I don't think that's gonna move the needle for anyone. If anything, yeah. you have to like be willing to get to yeah. know them and not just trying to get them to sign right. their soul on the diet. I think and
1: think it strays away from well strays people away from that because they see that— that's disingenuous. Action. Yeah, it's not a. Uh, necessarily human it's more like cult tactics yeah yeah.
2: and to me most religions come off very culty and I'm not saying religious people do I'm saying religions
0: I get yeah yeah, I can understand it
2: and a lot of churches especially in the south are very close minded Yeah. and that's always drawn me off cause you tell me I want to use Christianity as an example Jesus walked with the hookers the sick the needy mm-hmm. he was the pe- the people's person he was people's champion yeah but yet one person's gay in here and you're gonna make a fucking example out of them there's a black kid in an all white church you're gonna make a fucking example out of him lead by example yeah if no I would agree with you on if that if you're honest yeah. I I when I talk about my religion I talk about openness right and just you know being honest with yourself and with everybody. If you have a bias against somebody, be honest about it.
0: Yeah. I think there's like, you, you should be accepting, at least if we're talking about Christianity, of course being upset accepting because that's what Christ did. But also, there's a limit to that. There's a threshold. You you have to, you can't just say, I mean, you have to be able to say when things are wrong. You, you have you to accept have them to into not... your
2: church. You don't have to accept their actions. Exactly. Yeah. I would yeah. agree with that. Now, what, one
1: thing about... Kind of in gen- the general idea you're speaking. How do you feel about like the cultural indoctrination of like religion? Like we're in the South, Christianity is
2: oh a yeah, part like of the raising culture.
0: okay, like raising your child like a certain religion, yeah. for example.
2: I don't, I don't want to ruffle any feathers here, but I think indoctrinating children into anything is fucking awful. Yeah, and that's for atheism, Christianity, Republican, Democrat. You can use that as a baseline to raise them and show them proper ways of doing things. But when they reach a certain age where they think for themselves, let them be free thinkers. Because we, in church, we were talking about how we have free will. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? That gives away what kind of church we went to. But yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll get into that. Well, yeah. I, already, I already said what type of church we went yeah, to. We, we, we went to a Baptist church. <laughs> Southern Baptist. Yeah, Southern Baptist. I remember him so, baby. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. But even in Catholic or different churches, besides that free will, if someone's growing, doesn't everything have a reason? God has an ultimate plan, does he not? Yeah. If that person's like meant, to, <laughs> if that person is meant to grow out of that religion, uh huh. You you can't fight that. That's going to happen. You fighting that's going to make it more likely to never come back if that makes any sense right now.
0: Yes and no. Because we're going to get into this in the end of the in the free will episode, but and I think we but, could, could but also just like, because God has a plan doesn't mean that will happen necessarily because we have free will. Yeah. So again, we're going to we'll in get a into that.
1: Broader idea, we could go back over to cultural kind of yeah. ideologies and indoctrination of And I'm not saying don't raise your atheism, kids because, in mean, a
2: religious environment. I'm not saying that. I'm well, just saying indoctrinating them. You can raise them with the influence. What happens
0: when your kid asks you, does God exist? What happens when we die? Where do babies come from? I don't know if that last one was well, I mean, related. You but give, you, give, you know what I mean? You like, give
2: them your honest viewpoint and you tell them, this is how I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But you allow them to learn about other cultures and how other people think. Because I know in school, a lot of people's parents were upset when we were learning about Hinduism or reading a book that has. Atheist terms in it. Well, when, I rem-
0: you, when you're really young, it's very formative for you. Yeah. So if you have, there's a. Pro- I think there I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a problem with trying to be too open-minded when you're too young, because children aren't built to be yeah. understanding I mean, of that. I disagree. I think when, you, when you get to a certain point, you can understand. I disagree. More. I, I mean, like, if, if you're trying to found, like... Children aren't built to, like, weigh their options and beliefs and ideals yeah. and what makes sense to them. They're children.
1: But I guess for a great compromise is just kind of not really going heavy into religion, but, like, teaching good morals. And make, like, as they get older, explain to them, like, yeah, here's, like, my belief. Like, kind of making like a teaching curriculum as they age and then letting them ultimately get the final choice in their beliefs.
2: And don't stray away from letting your child learn about other cultures and other religions. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's fine. If you're strong enough in your faith, just like I'm strong enough in my sexuality to be like, hey, hey, Bailey, you are a fucking handsome dude. There's nothing wrong with that. he is, guys. He is. Stop it. (laughs) But that's just an example. But don't come at your kid with the, Gay people are going to hell, or and it's just the same.
1: Don't be Westboro Baptist. Don't be negative, essentially. it's
2: because when kids are born, they are blank slate; they have no biases against race, creed, religion, or anything. Yeah. We, as adults, teach them put that in them. Yeah. And so, I
0: there. I get what you're saying. There
2: are good things that came from my raising around churches, and there are fucking awful Mm. biases that I've had to. Throw past them and realize are bullshit. Yeah,
1: and uh, as we've said. I mean, we've known people from Chris that are Christian, and or and even atheists are just m- a- indoctrinating their kids heavily. Yeah. But on kind of the other side of the spectrum, what what kind of do you object about my beliefs, filthy atheism, and whatnot? Th-
2: the things I would object about atheism is I personally feel there's a higher power. But, yeah, that's a personal thing to me. I, I I preach personal spirituality. If that's what you truly yeah. believe, good for you, dude.
1: Well, I guess, like, in one way, like, you can put that in kind of, like, my deals of atheism versus, like, the anti-deist. Yeah. Kind of, a- any objections on either of those parts, since, you know, atheism is as yeah. broad as religion my, itself.
2: My, and this would go with, any religion don't come at me like i'm wrong come at me with an open ear and an understanding of who i am and expect the same from me mm-hmm. and that that would be my biggest thing but the pre notion of atheist is there is no god nothing happens when you die that's cool for you that's what you truly believe great but when you come at me and you want and you pr- shove that down my throat. You're no ba- better than web than the fucking Baptist church. Going, if you don't believe this, you're going to hell. So
1: essentially, David's commandment number one: don't
2: be a dick. I think that's everybody's commandment. I Any think that's just the decent golden, person. The golden rule, dude. Yeah, do unto others as you would do unto yourself.
1: Okay, all right. What about anything about like kind of the more like calmer side of atheism, like?
2: Yeah, like, like the, David,
1: like the mild atheism. Yeah, what, 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 go ahead and attack not, your brother here. Not the Mike's here. harder <laughs> anti-theism, but like the Mike's mild let's go ahead atheism. And put some domestic tension here. What do you dislike about David's calm,
0: basic
2: yeah. atheism? I mean, I try not to dislike any religion.
0: Oh, jeez, you're too nice. Come on, but, but uh, I'm us start. So, I'm start so, a fight. Uh, Come on, get with uh, it. We're just talking not. about religion on <laughs> a podcast.
2: I'm sorry, but <laughs> just like I wouldn't come at you for your beliefs without that's having fine. an honest discussion.
1: Right, right. I get it.
2: As long as you don't come at me, I'm not going to come at you. If yeah. you come with the air of understanding and acceptance,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'll put that all the branch and that feather out and do the same thing for you. Yeah. Because I, that's what I expect.
1: And I mean, respect. You, you and I both have that kind of agreement, even though, like, as, like, as I called you the Dr. Pepper of religion, but I, I do that in good old yeah. fun and a soft Park just. reference. And
2: because sometimes I'll be God, why? Or this is a or fuck, we're all going to hell. I'll say shit like that, whether I believe it or not, because that's my preconceived biases mm-hmm. that kind I was raised with. Possibly more emotional and like yeah, oh definitely culturally Whereas, inclined. And I mean, it's just all oh, I. I don't want to have the only time I have an issue with a religion mm-hmm. is when you attack people who can't defend themselves. Like if you go killing kids or sacrificing animals, that's where I draw the fucking line. You go fuck right off. Fair point. Or you go marrying underage women or men, you go right the fucking hell. Fuck you. Yeah. Fair but point. As a, if you come at me peacefully with an air of understanding and you're not a fucking asshole or a rapist or a racist.
0: Yeah.
2: We're good, man. We're good. We can talk about anything. Right.
0: All right. So I have a little little hypothetical for you. Uh, imagine you are in an ocean with two islands equidistant from you, and one of them is Atheist Island, which would require you to commit to an atheist worldview. Hello. The other one is Christian Island, which would require you to commit to a Christian worldview. So if you were forced to choose, which island would you be more likely to swim to, and why? And you cannot.
1: You, you have to. You can't, to go you to can't one. give a
0: Dr Pepper example. You
1: can't just go. You can't just be like I'll drown.
0: Yeah. You got to swim to one. Which one and why?
2: Oh, that's a really good but hard question because I'm I I, so in the fucking middle. Do you accept
1: nothingness or do you accept somethingness? Uh, yeah, is that what we call it? Uh,
2: I I I don't know. <laughs> I, see, I can't accept the nothingness for the simple fact is that that's not me. I don't believe there's nothing at I believe there's something at the end of the tunnel. Whether or not it's good or bad, I don't know. But I can't believe in a specified doctrine. But in an ultimatum. But, yeah, this
0: is the ultimatum. You're going to, y- look, you're so going to die I, eventually anyway. you got to per- make a choice. I'm at
2: the maybe pearly gates of a higher power, and it's like, I right, bitch, you got to choose. All or nothing. <laughs> Flip the coin. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, shit. Basically,
0: that's the exact, the exact example, pretty much.
2: As much as I can't bind to lot, most of Christianity, mm-hmm. I can bind to the higher power and a higher self of yeah. essence. So I guess I would lean more so on that side due to my raising. Mm-hmm. But if you put me in between like an Islamic island and a Christian island or Jewish island or any other religion in a Christian island, I'd... I would probably be just dead fucking in the middle, but that's my biggest distance from atheism, is I do believe in a higher power. Yeah, which I can relate that to any religion, because mm-hmm. that is religion belief in belief in higher something. Than
0: yourself. Yeah, you believe in something as opposed to nothing. Yeah. yeah,
2: and that's not saying I might not end up on the atheist island, but I would more than likely have have to fucking tuck my tail and swim bitch swim oh which... no i
1: might just shoot a harpoon
0: <laughs> wow
2: god what an David, asshole david's it... over there on atheist <laughs> island like
0: <laughs> i knew he would do it i'm
2: the only one here <laughs> and everyone knew i would do it but that's only because i have to choose because i'm not gonna be that asshole it's like oh no man i can't choose because
1: that's
0: not the well, fucking forcing question you
1: not to choose I mean,
2: there's.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. If there's a Christian the
1: island and an atheist island or a religion island, there's an agnostic theist d- island. There might be no, five. No no, 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 no. That's just the yeah. ocean. You're just going to drown. Yeah. No, no. He's just swimming in. Well, paddling his boat. He's going to catch some fish. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I'll let you ask the special so, question.
1: You're. you're Boy, but, but, I mean, you, you have a. Quite A few piercings and some jewelry. Tell me, tell me about that uh satanic devil worshiper yeah. necklace. Yeah, tell me about
0: a devil. Uh, you necklace mean the necklace I've had lost for like three months now? Necklace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not even there. Yeah, he, yeah. he
1: lost them all back, but I'm he's lost. got
0: a he, okay. For people who obviously this is a podcast, you can't see us. He, he has, has an a,
1: upside down cross
2: necklace. Yeah, would you like to explain yourself, you devil worshiper? Yeah,
0: explain yourself, you Satanist. <laughs> it, it,
2: even Though I'm not religious, I do like misconstrued and misunderstood symbolism. Uh huh. And that's that, pretty edgy, dude. And that one's always been a strong one to me because I I went to one of my closest friends' house, uh-huh. even though he's older than me and his husband's older than me. Yeah. But they've always made me feel welcome. hmm. And his husband never questioned the cross because mm-hmm. it's a Catholic symbol. Right. And it's a symbol of humility. And once I understood that, it helps... If I'm ever in delusions of grandeur, or at a higher... For those of you that don't know what that means, that's the term used for a a mental disorder or for Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Mm -hmm. where your viewpoint of yourself is much higher than you're capable of being. And it's something... And manic stages that I can use to tie myself back down. Like, I am Michael. I'm no better than my next man. So, it's essentially something to ground yourself. Yeah. Keep yourself level-headed. And so... uh, I use it as a learning tool, too. Yeah. Because I love when people expand their horizons with anything. So, when I wear that cross, I used to wear it. Underneath my main cross, so that would really confuse people (laughs) because I had a standard Christian cross with a little diamond in the center and all that that bullshit.
1: Your ears and I, your ears was more flashy, but I also had one. Yeah. And I I I didn't wear mine for kind of obvious reasons, but I still, since uh, a relative gave it to us and it was a present and they meant it genuinely, I still kept it. I still have mine. Beautiful. But I I wore those as kind of the
2: yin and yang like the higher godlier versus the this is where i'm at
1: the more in tune natural
2: yeah and i I guess understanding of that Mm -hmm. keeps me a lot more grounded than i was yeah plus it allows me to connect to more people when i go hey this is what this means to me no matter what your preconceived notion of what you've been taught by protestant beliefs right this is the original meaning of this cross and this is what it means to me. Yeah, because... Because uh, no matter what, everything is about perception and understanding. Yeah. yeah. So, someone I know's parents were like, that's a... Why is he... They didn't even ask about your satanic cross. Yeah. They said something about mine. And to me, that was like, oh, this could, this is a great learning moment. I wasn't mad. I was a little I, confused. I was actually about to bring that
0: up. But... Uh, okay. I, so, I think I think the common view is... Like, you see in, like, horror movies when somebody's possessed or whatever, there's crosses on the walls and they I mean, flip upside down because of their demonically possessed. The pop possessed. culture
1: symbolism and also the kind of punk symbolism of it. Well, yeah, that's, that's the pop culture symbolism. It was, symbolism. To, be, it was so, to be edgy. It was the because people see it upside down, they think the opposite of the meaning of the original right. cross. Right, and, and like
0: in in Doom, you know, there's an upside down cross in Hell and whatever. Yeah. Like so, so explain to me, because I, I, you've explained it more to me. What exactly does the upside down cross mean?
2: God, I can't remember the Saint's name, but it is a, Saint Peter? It is Saint Peter's cross. You're welcome.
0: I don't know why I remember that. We
2: we both but, remember that. That was beautiful. It it was on my fucking tongue, but I, you know how bad my memory yeah, is. It's okay. But essentially, he was getting fucking murdered. <laughs> for he, like yeah, a better term, he, he was martyred. And he felt he wasn't. I'm I'm going to butcher this, but he wasn't holy enough to be killed like his savior. Yeah. And so he was. He told he wanted them to kill him upside down,
0: mm-hmm. which
2: is just as fucking excruciating, if not more. Probably more. It's Yeah, pretty certain it's worse. To me, that humility of going, this person's higher than me. This person deserves the respect, and I don't want to take away from that by being crucified and made a martyr like they are. Right. And, I mean, that strikes home with me because that's a form of self-sacrifice.
0: Yeah. So I guess, like, how much of it is, like... This might be... How much is
1: Edgelord versus how much is, like, grounding? That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. How much of it is because you want to be an edgy dude wearing an upside-down cross, and how much of it is because you agree with the St. Peter's message? Well,
2: for me, the aesthetic of that, for everyone who doesn't know, it is a black upside-down cross. The aesthetic of that is very simple. It's why I used to wear the more ornate regular cross and then the plain Jane flip cross. Uh Uh-huh. The aesthetic is obvious. <clears throat> I enjoy the aesthetic, but it meant more to me before I put it on than aesthetic ever meant to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm still talking about it, even though I haven't found it in three months.
0: It's probably because it's you know it's, it's evil. You know God doesn't want you to find well, it. Well, when it's work. tattooed in he the middle, it
2: when it's tattooed in the middle of my chest, it'll be damn sure evil. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> honestly, the symbolism means way more to me than aesthetic does, because. I wear satanic imagery. I wear Christian imagery. Uh, my shirt Edgar says Allen fight posher. your own demons. So your
0: Facebook relationship is it's complicated. No. It's religion.
2: R- religion, it's agnostic <laughs> theists. Sorry. But that the symbolism means way more to me. If you want me to be 100% honest. Okay. That's fair.
0: All right. All right. Well, I know the answer to this question because we've talked about this before. Um, But for people at home, do you believe in the supernatural or the spiritual world? And if so, how would you describe what that
2: belief looks like? This this
0: includes like the paranormal or the afterlife or whatever you want to include in the supernatural.
2: Yes, and this also ties into, I have no idea what's going on with the higher power. I don't know what heaven or hell or if there's any of that shit. Or if we're all just stuck here on earth for the rest of our lives as fucking ghosts. But I have personally watched family members die before they actually died, and it felt like their energy was gone. Like, you can look at someone and know they're dead. Like, you
0: had a sixth sense that they were not there.
2: Yeah. When a family member came back from a rehab facility, it was like, I had already made my peace looking at him laying in his bed like he's gone. Mm-hmm. There's no coming back from this. I moment. mean,
1: even, like, few weeks, like, I mean, he came back, and the next day he was gone. I mean, you you could... Yeah, it was about a week. Uh, Well, the... It was the day they were going to put him on hospice, he was gone.
2: Yeah. And I mean... But when he came back... you and
1: I came to that conclusion because, I mean, even though, like, I don't necessarily believe paranormal or religious,
2: you can kind of tell when someone's just done. Yeah. And plus, you know, the... I was sitting in my room. My brother was living with our grandmother at this time. And I go walk outside my house to smoke a cigarette. Now granted, I was way underage. But a lot of shit had been building up. A lot of stress. Very emotional time. Very turmoil. A lot of turmoil. And I go to walk out that door. And I see this woman leave that door. Just like my... My other sibling. I go to my mom's room. I'm like, hey, yo, where did so-and-so go? And -and so-and-so was sitting right in front of me. And my mom then said, hey, we need to go see your family member. Family member's going to fucking die. And it was like, oh, shit. Or this family member had had a lot of health complications before this event. Mm -hmm. And each time it was always led by one weird little thing. I would wake up with my phone on the ground for no reason or my iPod touch because I didn't have a phone all the time because I was poor. Mm -hmm. But it would always be laying face down on my floor in front of my bed. That's weird. Extremely weird. Yeah. Or the feeling of a presence and the condo we lived in. Well, condo my grandparents lived in when we were little. And it's like after that family member died, that presence was gone because it felt like they both, the presence that was there, finally said, okay, I have who I was waiting for. I can leave this plane and be okay. Hmm. Or when, God, let's, there's so many times that I could just tie into this. I could go on for hours but I know I'm not going to because there's going to be more of this but yeah I believe in supernatural I believe in higher spiritual planes. I believe there's something greater than all this. What it is I don't know but I do believe because I've experienced it firsthand.
0: So you believe in ghosts?
2: I I don't necessarily call them ghosts.
0: Well, I mean what you, for, for what the label you give
2: for them. For the commoner ghost. Yeah, yeah. You believe in, in the paranormal or whatever you fucking want to call paranormal. it.
0: The paranormal. And you believe in the supernatural. So you believe in both, basically. You just don't understand what exactly those things are.
2: Or how they tie into everything.
0: That's fair. I mean, I I believe in the supernatural. I don't know how the paranormal fits into my religious world. But
2: when I die, I want the fucking answers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) I feel
2: like a student trying to learn everything, but getting more questions than he does answers.
1: Well, I mean, going on the kind of death train as we've kind of gone (laughs) on... Kind of what do you think when you bite the big bullet when, when it's all over when it's all said and done when you when you die what's
2: going to happen that's the terrifying part I don't know oh boy well
0: kind of well, oh next question g- give some give some, ex- <laughs> give some explanations of some
2: possible ideas if you can yeah. since I was raised Christian my biggest idea is what if I'm wrong what if Christianity was the true light and I be- I can't believe in a unforgiving higher power. Because I I believe there's something greater than me, and I feel I talk to it, and spiritually I'm connected to it. So if my if my heart's in the right place, and I'm being honest with myself, because the biggest thing to me is lying. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest biggest sin of them all, lying, because mm-hmm. that's the one that adds to all the others. I if I if I lie to a higher power and say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, doesn't that make me just as bad as the filthy fucking atheist? I guess in some ways, yeah. It's that like I'm being honest when I say I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of for you, if you said, like,
1: yeah, I, I'm a filthy atheist, or, yeah, I'm a Christian, Christian or whatever to, whatever religion, yeah, uh, I guess you'll you'll just be a liar, and that's one of the ultimate yeah. sins. Also, it, you can't lie to God if God knows everything.
2: Yeah. yeah. He, he so kind of so has what, it So all what's the point out? of not being honest with myself right. and with my and high I respect power. that. And my thing is, if I die and I do go to the christian heaven or uh fucking valhalla or whatever and i go to the higher power and i go look i was just being honest do you want me to lie i was wrong can i be forgiven well what what about uh, i'll have to accept whatever judgment happens there because i'm not going to fucking lie and yeah. get a worse judgment so i'll Take whatever I get, however I get it. No, no. What about uh? I mean, if I end in, up in the, purgatory, that sucks. Yeah. If I end up in hell, that sucks. But I'm gonna end up there anyway. Yeah. If not, so I have to take that chance of being. You'd m- rather be honest than to lie. Than not. To lie to fit a stigma. You know what? Right. What about the opposite in the
1: spectrum? You know, my my side. What what happens if there's nothing?
0: Well, then I guess nothing happens.
2: Uh, I mean, what I mean that's <laughs> equally terrifying to me, because I don't know. Yeah. I, I accept death.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not scared of death. I've been close to it several times. I'm scared of growing old and dying, yes, but I'm not scared of death. I'm scared of what happens after, like we all are. There's mm-hmm. always that little bit of... Uncertainty. Primitive fear in us. Yeah. That w- what when we close our eyes for that last time, what happens? Yeah, and I guess it doesn't help when we all find try to find ways to cope with it. Some of us turn to religion, some turn to drugs, some turn to music, some turn to just escapism. Yeah, because those are the questions we are faced with when we're all alone.
1: Now, on the end of like the eighth side of there, wiping if there's nothing. Kind of well, fuck. There's nothing. Well, would, Shit. Well. Not necessarily that, but kind of as we went through when you were asking me questions, the kind of idea of like, what do you think would make your life, like fulfill your life and kind of things that even if there happens to be nothing, what... Kind of what make you satisfy and think I lived a whole life. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that
0: actually. Basically, what gives you meaning in life? What are like, what are your goals in life? You know, at
2: this point, am I in a... an
0: existential sense, and also like in a you know limited this life kind of sense. You know,
2: it's hard for me to hundred percent answer that. Do everything that goes on mental health wise, right? Because it constantly changes whether I'm in manic or depressive, but just. Don't sell myself short. Be the best me I can be. Try to love as honestly as I can and be as honest with everybody around me that cares about me. And don't stop fighting till the fucking fight's over. So there's no like white picket fence bullshit in there. Because I don't know if I want that. I I don't want kids. I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know any of that. Yeah. At the end of the day, I know what I want now, but that can change. So, right now, if I had died, are there things I would have want to get done? Of course, there always is.
0: Everyone would probably answer yes. Hopefully, but what oh, I would I, yeah. would at, I least at this age? Yeah, hopefully. I mean,
2: would I be upset? No, because I've done everything I can do, and that's always in relationships, and in life, in work. I've always said, look, I, I might fuck up. I might do it totally fucking wrong, but I'm going to do everything I can do. And so if I died today, I'd be pretty satisfied.
1: You would just kind of, if you had that
2: moment of clarity before you die, you think, okay,
1: yeah. it was it was pretty decent.
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, there's writings I'd like yeah. to finish I mean, there's always would...
1: regrets with life. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, you'd be you'd be accepting of your accomplishments and I've I've had your... to make
2: peace with death since young. So yeah, I'd be after you have one close one toll with the Grim Reaper and you punch him in the dick and run away, <laughs> you kind of start making peace with everything right then and there when you look death in the eye, whether that's with a family member dying or with your own experiences or both. You have to learn to live for yourself and make peace with what you can do.
0: Yeah, I I agree with a lot of that. I wish I wish more people would be cognizant of the fact that they're gonna die one day, and they would yeah. be a little bit more uh, and gr- accepting and growing nodded.
2: up. And still, that's my biggest fear yeah. is death. Yeah, and I, I that's guess... all our biggest fear. We can't bullshit about it. Right. Even when people when people get older and they say, "I'm not." I'm ready for that life. You are, but you're still worried or afraid. There's still something that's unprepared.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. but also
2: like we're eternal in our own minds. Like our
1: family member. I mean, he was at death's door, so it was kind of you have to accept it at that point and just. Yeah, but there's still
2: always that little bit in your head, like Oh that what
1: if. I mean, I guess in some ways I do. I have that same agreement, but also, the body knows when it's time. I guess for a lot of people, and you just resign yourself to, like, yeah, it's going to happen, but nothing else I can do. <laughs> but, uh, keep on the my, my filthy atheist mind. What would be something that would 100% convince you that I'm right, that there's nothing and there's no God, no afterlife, Honestly, the big bopper, all that?
2: Honestly, I don't think right now there's anything that could. Any hypotheticals, say like 10
1: years from now or 15 years from now, anything that could... She you found out h- it was all
0: an illusion or something, I don't know.
1: Like we're in a computer simulator. Yeah.
2: You, it could if be, I woke up and I was like four years old, I have no fucking idea. I think that would make me believe stronger, <laughs> what honestly. If, what if
0: you're a butterfly I you're a human? You know? That's a classic trope. I'd call my
2: butterfly drug dealer and ask him what good <laughs> shit he gave uh, me. I
1: mean, if something... But, to be honest, uh, if something like that happened to me, as we... we that would sp- make me speaking. search
2: religion. Like, dude,
1: what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But I mean, honestly
2: don't think there's anything that could lead me not to believe there's something greater than I myself. I mean, I guess
1: those hypotheticals reveal more
2: about me. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, in certain mental states, you can feel as if you are the highest fucking power. And then you hit that lowest of fucking lows, and you re- and you come back down to earth, and you're like, there's something bigger than me, Yeah. and I can't believe I'm the biggest thing in the world, because I'm not. Because yeah. there's always someone stronger, always someone smarter, always someone faster. But they're they have a weakness, too. We all do. And there's something out there that doesn't have those weaknesses. It's that Achilles heel. Yeah. All
0: right. So, I guess kind of to flip David's question, uh, for, for me, you know, what... Is there anything that could convince you specifically that that Christianity were true, and that that is the the true worldview that you should adopt? It's one of those because I mean I know you have your doubts, you know. Yeah. But like, we... what is there anything that you could experience or information that you could uncover that would make you think that okay, this is more than likely the case uh, compared to if there other a... worldviews
2: if we ever create time travel and they pick my dumb ass to go back in time <laughs> i mean that I, and i'm able to sit with a prophet and talk about these things or if i if i'm able to sit with any religion religious uh councilman of sorts the earthly leader of a religion the earthly higher power of sorts you know kind of like their middleman like god's talking to them to talk to me like a, prove pro- that, like a prophet. Yeah, like yeah. a prophet. Okay. If I had one of those moments where it's like, you know everything I'm trying to say and you know how to word it so it resonates with me and so I understand it. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, there's a possibility. Or if I had... Let's say I get shot tomorrow. I'm just walking down the street, which... I'm No, I'm driving in my car. Right. Someone pulls up and just dumps 12 in me. And I die. And I... Experience something greater than myself, and it finally has a name and it has a purpose and it has a reason. And I'm able to sit there with that angel or God or whatever and talk to it and get the answers. Then, yeah, I would probably fucking. Start going to whatever church that is immediately because that's not that a cheat code, though. If you, if you have a near death experience, I would have, uh, I want to say, it's well, a cheat code. The, the yeah, I, well, mean,
1: I mean,
0: because like, most like, people don't have near death experiences where they're like, okay, well, well I met God and he told me that
2: Christianity. Well, I've had true. a lot of near death experiences and I've yet to have that. And so. I
1: mean, I, I guess not necessarily because it's kind of like a God playing a little bit of a, well, a God playing a heavier hand because if it convinced, if it's something to convince someone that.
2: As a preacher said, God talks to everyone in different ways. So if God, if the higher power reached down, I'm sorry if I speak and say God, it's just my background. But if the higher power reached down and came out and said something to someone close to me or me personally, and it resonated with me to that point where I was like, okay, this is for more than just a good conversation. This is more than just understanding. This is the fucking truth. Then yeah. I feel if something like that happened and I believe truly that that was what I was what I believe and what's really going to happen then yeah I would have to believe in it cuz that's my whole thing honestly with myself and my spirituality. Yeah. So but I mean, that's a great hypothetical, guys. Yeah, cool.
0: Um so I mean like I I think one thing I can agree with you on or, or that I, I guess I appreciate about agnosticism is that, like, it doesn't commit you to, like, fit the mold of any particular worldview. You're not, like, set in stone about your beliefs or, you know, you don't have to be on my side or David's side. You know, you're kind of open to it. It's it's a safe and malleable place and, like, you can – this is not the destination. You're kind of on a journey to kind of figure it out.
2: I, I am – you know how in elementary school – when you were a kid and you got clay mm-hmm. and you got to model it the way you do and the way you felt. So I feel my spirituality is I'm taking my experiences and molding it into my, my, uh, fucking heart. Right. Into my truth. It's kind of how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. So and the, the way you word things sometimes like my truth, my understanding, what it means yeah. to me. It's I agree with you. Personal
2: but,
1: journey. Yeah.
0: I agree with you about it being personal, but then there comes the uh, an episode topic that will be coming out pretty soon on dun, dun, dun. morality, uh, being objective or subjective, and I think we, I think, well, I'm not going to reveal uh, where we all stand on that, but that'll be an interesting episode to get into, just. Hearing the way you speak about certain things,
1: but yeah. I mean, so. I guess to put it in short, right now for you, it's more about the journey than the destination. I forget who said that, but
0: I think somebody that was, I think was, I don't even know if that's like someone specific that said that. I, I think a, a, lot, a of lot of people,
1: people have said that, but I guess for you, it really rings true. Yeah, because you, I'm a, a, ever as evolving. you say, you don't know, but you're just here along for the ride. I'm, I'm and like, I guess for me, that's it, a
0: respectable.
1: Way. I guess you and I kind of share that same thing because, like, for me. I mean, I know the destination, but I also, the journey is fascinating. It is, and see, that's... And I guess, Bailey, you can have the same fun time with the journey, but you also know the destination is a little bit higher than, kind of say, like for me. Yeah, And And for Michael, y'all could have the same destination, but his journey is going to be a lot more confusing and winding.
2: And that's why I respect you as a Christian, Bailey. Because you accept that... You're learning new things and you're forming your viewpoints about your religion because you feel it's honest to you and it's what you truly believe. And I respect the fuck out of that because I wish more people in the Christian sect. I'm not saying they're not Christians, but I wish they could formulate that Mm -hmm. and be like, this is why I'm a Christian. This is what it means to me more so than this is what my preacher told me.
0: I, I I understand where you're coming from because a lot of people, uh, specifically around here, will just adopt a certain.
2: I I wouldn't say just around here; it's nationwide. Well, but, yeah, but they'll, they'll, they'll accept they'll dis- it, but they won't question it.
0: They they accept a certain view and a certain interpretation of every little thing that they're basically told to believe, and the they, blind don't, they leading don't. the the They don't question it. They don't look into it themselves, yeah. and they just kind of blindly accept it and i mean like if i told you that i saw a dinosaur you'd be like no you didn't you would need evidence for that and you would want to look into that so i mean yeah, it, it, for me it's the kind of same thing i hit the point a point you know a few years ago where i was like you know i've just been accepting this because people have told me this and i need to look into it and actually discern whether or not it's true and if there's good reasons to believe it and obviously i came upon came upon you know good reasons to believe in christianity and I mean we'll probably get into that in future. Instance, yeah. You've had your
2: convictions. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean obviously you've had I obviously I believe it's true and that's why I'm still Christian. You've,
2: and you you've been through and you still go through, through your trials and Because yeah, yeah. No man and can nobody's say,
0: be nobody's gonna not have doubts. Yeah.
1: You're yeah. always on that
2: journey. Yeah.
1: And you know the destination, but you don't know exactly how that journey will be foretold.
0: Right, right. So is there is there anything that uh we didn't cover that you wanted to mention about or yourself? Or any message you yeah, want to share or, or any last notes that you want to leave with the people I mean, that just, don't know
2: you? My biggest thing in this world is just be honest with yourself. Like that's me finding spirituality because I used to shy away from it and uh, not want to talk my about side. it. But talk about your experiences. Talk about your truths. understand why you believe that way don't just believe understand yourself and in doing so you might learn something new Mm -hmm. you might expand someone else's horizons or even your own yeah but just take away the constructs of organized religion with yourself and understand why you believe this way what led you down this path Is this the path for you? Do you truly believe this? So be
0: introspective about it. Yeah,
2: there's no right or wrong answers to any of this shit in my eyes. Long as you're honest and you have a reason, I can respect you. I might not agree with your reason, but I can have that base of respect of, okay, this man knows what the fuck he's talking about and why he's talking about it and why he believes this. Yeah. And that's for anything. That's for politics. That's for religion. That's for ideologies and all, which I don't even want to fucking get into. That's if you have a
0: reason for what you think, basically, for
2: games, movies, music, why this band's great, why this band sucks. Have a reason, break it down to me in your own view. Yeah, and I think everyone should get on that wavelength of let's understand and let's learn from each other and why we all think this way and what makes us all tick as david said
0: yeah i especially resonate with the part where you're like you know have conversations about it and be willing to speak with people who are different with you than you um because i mean that's really the point of this podcast is, is to okay. we already have discussions like this we'll so also have people, a healthy conversation exactly no,
1: don't just be the an anti-dias and the Don't have, like, hateful debates. Yeah, Yeah.
0: don't have hateful debates with people. I mean, you can have open, honest conversations with people who are different than you. But, like, I feel like it's too common nowadays for when people talk about religion or politics or whatever it may be that's a heated subject. People are very antagonistic and emotional and they don't know how to have conversation or defensive, you know. Mm. And, like, that's the point of this podcast for people— um, is so that, like, we can encourage, like, an open and honest discussion about three very different but fairly prominent worldviews today.
2: Yeah. And even we started off a little defensive, a little dogmatic, a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. But in talking you, about— You're speaking,
0: like, before we started recording stuff. Yeah. But, like, when we started talking and about
2: And we this. all had our conceived notions and everything about all this shit. But through us being adults— Mm-hmm. And being friends and talking about this and wanting to understand we've led each other to a better person. Yeah.
0: yeah, and at the very least, we have a better understanding yeah. of each and other. And
1: I
2: guess in short—
1: And we've built that respect for each yeah. other. Yeah. In short, be accepting of others and accept that your ideas, your worldview, your beliefs might not be tr- the correct one for someone else. To yeah. you it's the correct one. It's your path, but to others that path is separate. That path is different. And find the acceptance and beauty in that one and maybe maybe might change even if they are so in the same belief, maybe change a little bit about how they live their life.
0: Yeah. I, I agree what... and disagree with both of you on this, but we'll But that's the we'll beautiful thing it. about being yeah, like I, I agree I agree that like everyone has their own journey, but I disagree that this is true for you. But we'll get yeah. into that in, yeah. our, in another episode because that's bit. a whole that's a whole rabbit
2: want yeah. to w- I want re- to exactly. yeah. reword yeah. one thing okay because I'm thinking about this currently mm. you know what you can, I don't I when I said don't tell me I'm wrong I mean that in an attacking way
0: uh yeah I get what you mean but yeah. if
2: if you feel I'm wrong I want you to break it down for me just like if don't be a dick about it
0: don't be like you're wrong David's this is commanded. why I'm right and this is why you're wrong but but have it in a in an open honest way. to tie this
2: with way. something that's a little more surface level currently with everything going on in the world mm-hmm. if I tell you your view on a certain race of people is wrong take that to heart because I'm I'm going to try to break it down and un- understand where you're coming from and still be like hey this isn't cool this isn't But that's more morality part, in my eyes. But if you think I'm religiously wrong, have an open discussion with me. Yeah. If you think my political viewpoints wrong, have an open discussion with me. Let's talk about this. Yeah, we're we're in this.
1: We're all in this together. So let's make the best out of it. I agree
0: with the having a discussion thing because like people don't know how to have those. They
2: just say you're
0: wrong, and therefore, I'm right. And then we get stuff like the
2: Crusades. Being the agnostic theist. There's more than likely a chance I'm just a fucking god and left field wrong as a motherfucker. Yeah, and
1: whichever, whichever guy's like, you didn't make a
2: choice. I respect choices. Yeah, but you know, if if I'm wrong, so be it. I've had to accept that. Yeah, you know, just, just. L- have the conversation with me.
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, I think we've been rambling for a long time, yeah. but this this has been a good episode. It, it's,
2: uh, it, it's been beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's been a pretty. To be a Dr Pepper, I'm a I'm a You're cream call... soda Dr Pepper. I got so many flavors and layers, <laughs> like a like an ogre or
0: an onion or something. Yeah. I'm
2: a beautiful onion.
0: All right, well, you heard it here first, everyone. Michael, the agnostic theist, is an onion. Yes, yeah, and, so, uh, and let's get that and trending a on cream cream soda, Twitter. soda Hashtag Michael the Onion.
2: Yeah, hashtag Michael with the onion, and if it gets big enough, I'll tag my personal Twitter in it. All right, well, I'll
0: retweet that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you guys want to get in contact, you can email us. Uh, the, the notes, uh, the, the contact is in the, the show notes. Uh, our, so, our social medias are also in the show notes. Uh so yeah you can you can check us out and uh yeah it'll be it'll be great uh give tell us what you think of these these uh interview episodes we're going to get into actual like topical stuff now that you know who we are so we, we just kind of wanted to get that set, outline yeah get like a base reading on who we are and where we are and Yeah, we don't just, just want to
2: yeah. come straight in we want to give you a kiss and a hug first yeah Sure. Shake hands. Yeah, yeah. A hand. You, you don't just start smoking crack. Better. You start somewhere else. It's you got to ease it.
0: <laughs> Facing the gates podcast does not promote drug use. TM. TM. We are not getting sued because Michael advocated drug use as a I'm joke. It was a joke.
2: I'm not advocating not the but Joe Rogan podcast. I've never met I've never met someone who just goes, Yeah, I decided to start smoking crack one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, it's not like yeah. you start with death metal or anything. You know, you start with the butt rock and then you go into the death metal. Oh, no, really yeah. sorry. Yeah.
2: Well but, but but before we keep rambling on, anyway, yeah. it's been a good podcast. Yeah. Hope to see you guys next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Love you love you give us reviews tell us it's good
0: because it's and be honest with those reviews yeah you know michael
1: honesty
0: is the best policy if you hate it give us a one star review don't number
2: three be honest don't
1: give us a one
0: star how about this i'll be upset if you do it if if you hate
2: it give us a three star and an explanation of why you hate it have that conversation tell us how we can do better
0: yeah if you want to review it have a conversation hey, hey, oh, geez, we're bringing it full circle da- David's love third you commandment
1: be honest is that is that the third? I don't actually know but we're gonna write these now. the third commandment is <laughs> yeah. to be honest uh, alright Yep. love you guys okay, love well, you guys thanks for listening see you guys next week